Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Coop and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. Well, we finally did it. We made it to we made it to 50. Which I don't know what you celebrate. You celebrate the 10th one, the 25th one, the 40th one. The 50, 50 made sense to me and it also coincided with Bloodstock. So this was nice to do this one as a Bloodstock preview show as well. And to get to 50 is just proof positive that when I started this, I just wanted to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep staying at it. Like Kevin Smith has says, just just keep creating, keep making something and keep putting that. But what's happened is that it's it's grown into something else like it now has different sort of different shows kind of. I do shows where I kind of talk about gigs, to, where I talk to other people, where I do preview shows like this. And it's really uh, kind of grown. And that's only grown because people have suggested stuff. People have sent me messages going, you should check this person out. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I'm totally receptive to them. So please keep those messages coming. And so I've got a listenership now. So there's people who, who actually listen to the uh, to to the podcast. And they kick my ass if I'm late or if I don't want to go, when's the next episode out? Or, you know, and, and that is, that's a fantastic thing. So if you are out there thinking should I do a, a podcast? You should most definitely do it. And it's not about getting 10,000 listeners or a billion likes or whatever it is. It's just about you kind of talking about something that you feel feel passionately about. And you and you should do that, whatever, whatever it is, because there's somebody out there that will find that interesting. And what happened with what I was doing was that eventually people uh, would suggest bands to me, which made me get into more metal and bands that I hadn't heard before, talk about shows that I hadn't been been to or that wasn't even aware of that I wanted to start to go to. And then I started to go to these shows a bit more often to talk to new people and make new friends as well. And it's been really, really positive sort of every, every, every step of it. You know, I found myself listening to way more music, way more diverse bands from all over the metal spectrum. Which is fantastic, and I've also been given opportunity because of this this podcast. I ended up hosting Metal to the Masses for Bloodstock Metal to the Masses. I've been given some new things that are coming up as well, which I can't say yet. I don't want to be that guy, but I can't say about yet. But there's really exciting things coming up. I've been asked to do things to to compare and 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 all that type of thing. And so I'm I'm eternally grateful to to all the listeners out there that follow me on whatever social media they 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 follow uh, this this podcast on. I can't do any of this without you guys girls kind of talking about stuff and, and kind of giving me feedback because otherwise it's just an echo chamber where I just say a load of stuff and that's it but people come up to me I said that it, they I make them laugh that it helps them pass time in the workplace or whatever so so that's incredibly important to me so thanks very much thank you thank you everybody thank you all for getting us to us to to episode 50 of the the, the spoken metal show and this one is a bloodstock special um a preview show i obviously huge fan of bloodstock in every way and to to get to compare the metal to the masses was an absolutely superb experience uh, i really enjoyed uh and thanks to andy and that and then you know by by extension to 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 the whole sort of bloodstock you know family they do some absolutely superb work i've talked about Simon Hall before and how his dedication to the cause and metal is 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 unwavering and unbelievable. With huge thanks th- thanks to him, but the whole the Vicky everybody you know, all the people that kind of run Bloodstock have have really really kept it where it needs to be. They've not tried to change what it is fundamentally. They just try to keep, kind of make it an experience better each time. And a look at across the bill, this is an absolutely exceptional. Bloodstock, they always are. They just seem to be getting better. So what I'm going to do is I'll run down each of the days and I will talk about kind of bands that I like and or, or bands I maybe I haven't even seen yet. It's not going to be one of those ones where it's like, I know everything about all these bands. I know everything about it. I don't. There's going to be some bands I've never heard of or ever not heard the music from. And, and I'll have to do a little bit of research and kind of see. But I just I want to go and see them, you know. So the one of the, of the things that happens is most people go down for the Friday, this Saturday and the Sunday but a lot of the fun happens on the Thursday, the kind of the sort of pre-eve, like Bloodstock Eve, if you will, is kind of a little bit before. And some of the coolest stuff happens then. So this this whole podcast, this one here, this is for anybody who's travelling down. If you're travelling down and listening to your car in your car now, thanks for listening for, for a kickoff. But you're going you're for a really, really good uh really really good festival this year this looks this looks absolutely stellar this 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 lineup but if you listen to it on the on a coach turn it up and thank the coach driver for fucking not being drunk and driving yet it's not like fucking only fools and horses uh jolly boys out and so you know he the, the guy at the front's driving 
and he's fucking, you know, he's got to fucking drive you there and eventually drive you back. So, you know, you while you're all getting pissed now, he, he's fucking doing so big thanks for the driver. But if you're in the car as well, the guy that's fucking navigating, you know what I mean? Do your job, get there fucking in good shape, you know? The guys at the back, don't be the backseat drivers, you fucking don't be that guy. You know, whatever gets gets put on the on on the this the, the, the C D player or the stereo, the Spotify, whatever the fuck you're listening to. Don't fucking kick off. It's the choice of the driver. The driver's the fucking all importance. Get them to the fucking get them to the show. Drive safe uh, and get there in one piece. And anybody heading down by train, it's going to be hot as fuck. Be ready for that. But that's where the fucking cargo shorts of uh, of of destiny come out, and you kind of uh, get used to that. Like you know, and just keep yourself hydrated. Imagine telling the metal fans keep hydrated, hydrated with water as well as fucking booze. But yeah. This is for those people who are travelling down. If you listen to this, or maybe the day before you leave on work and, you, and you're kind of like, oh, I just want to get out of work and just get to Bloodstock. That's cool too. Listen to it then as well. This is for all those people out there that listen, want to go down to Bloodstock and, and listen to something beforehand. This is what this is for. Maybe, maybe suggestion bands that you hadn't even thought of seeing. So... Okay, so oh, by the way, they've got a they've really, really great app as well. I've, I, I noticed I downloaded that uh, for, for Bloodstock. Once again, just another kind of... They keep pushing. I know apps have been around festivals for a while, but every time Bloodstock does something, they just knock it out the park. They just do a really good job of it. So, okay, first, first, first thing's this. Thursday um, on the Sophie stage. So what they do is they basically they open up the, 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 the Sophie stage and have a whole bunch of stuff on there. It's a kind of a, uh, an eve to the main sort of Friday, Saturday, Sunday sort of setup. And one of the one of the bands to see there, certainly one of the bands is going to make a really entertaining sort of fist of it is um his footprints in the custard i mean <laughs> what it just fabulous you know uh footprints in the custard remind me of kind of where evil scarecrow were to a certain degree kind of there's that element of comedy and stuff going on um but they're they're going to be fast fantastic on the sophie lancaster stage you know imagine when they play party metal the place is going to go fucking crazy i mean you know if you don't know who they are, I mean, any did anybody that does an album called Every Hole Is a Goal, you know, they've got to be accepted, you know. So, footprints of the custard, they just can turn things up great. I mean, they what I think they play um, Rain and Men as a cover in one of the of one of the shows and stuff. But what they're 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 also interesting is is that they kind of. Yes, it's it's funny, and they do all funny, amusing songs every every STD in the book and all that. They do all those funny stuff, but their like approach is really, really strong. So by that I mean that the there's kind of social media game, as they say. That's a fucking terrible way of seeing it, isn't it? Social media game. They kind of whole thing with how they YouTube and the videos. Take a look at the videos for every STD in the book, and and one of my favorite songs, "Don't Don't Be a Cunt." Is it, it's just really well crafted. They, they, they've really kind of harnessed the old, old kind of social media thing and and really understood what they are. That's probably the best way to see it. They really understood kind of what what they were and what they were were doing. You know what I mean? And I think that that's that's the kind of the the. I mean, they they they've kind of did what was uh, the sense of the de- decency was a Kickstarter, and I think a new low, which is the new album, is it was also done by Kickstarter. They just embraced the the internet. They just embraced kind of like that whole way of getting across to people about their audience, and that's the real secret. You can bitch and moan about kind of oh, there's so many different avenues, there's so many different things to do, and and all the rest of it. You know. You can you can bitch and moan all you want about that, but you can either do that and never get anywhere and never do anything, or embrace it and fuck into the custard. Like I say, you know, you're gonna laugh at this at their sets. You're going to laugh, but you're also gonna realize they can fucking play. You know, Jake's got a great great fucking voice, and they can they can truly play. So you, it's gonna be just a really good party band, and it's no surprise to me that that's why they've kind of done that that's why they kind of put them on on the safe stage because it's going to be a great party what a great way to start things you know i tell you what tell you what's quite interesting about our oh, footprints because i'll just before they go on to the next part they were in metal to the masses right and they uh they got to the final but they didn't win I th- oh, was it 2012 or something like that and it was sadako won didn't they i think but they didn't win is, is the point there's an interesting tale where you don't win that and then you go forward and start to like they'll become 
the the constants a bloodstock like the bloodstock but like evil scarecrow with but that's an interesting lesson do you know do you, do you take your ball home and cry or do you just kind of focus on what you're doing as a band find out what what those eccentricities are that make your band and amplify them and that's exactly what footprints did like you know so for me you know there's there's a lot there i think you know watching because they're funny and and, and they are hilarious and some of the stuff that they get up to interesting what covers they're going to pull out like i say but also understand that there's someone who truly understands what they're doing you know truly understands what they want to do and how they want to put their ideas across similarly you want to be checking out then 10 ton slug <laughs> just i saw them on uh the uh the wasn't it pretty sure it was the new blood stage it was uh what 2016 because they they metal to the masses then and i i remember just thinking they were they were, they were fabulous you know this kind of irish sludge metal brilliance like you know and it just i think for, like 10 slug for me i mean what, what you know what more do you want than just these thick fucking riffs like you know um and and that, that was i didn't get to to hear live anything from uh the uh blood and slime uh ep is 2017 and um, so i i, I really want to hear like live because i've heard it obviously uh, online matriarch of slime and i, re- I really want to hear that but tentacles look just this like to you they've just got fucking riffs for days man you just and i just remember watching them and them having that moment where people watch them in the tent but then a whole load of other people like what the fuck is that and started streaming into into the tent so it's totally understandable why they kind of they're, they're kind of on, on the sophie stage that's going to be um that's just going to be a really solid fucking rocking sort of set that they're going to put together you know hopefully it'll get to the 25 30 minutes and you can hear that i want to hear maybe even see some new stuff you know let's see what that's like because i i think tentons look for me haven't they're just growing do you know what i mean they haven't really fully kind of got to where they need to be a full album by them could be something quite biblical like you know it really could speaking of biblical there's a nice fucking i'm getting good at this 50 shows in and i'm, I'm starting to get the segues quite a quite a uh the the, the kind of down apart from me stuttering and saying eh, a lot I'm, I'm not doing too bad so then you go in that thursday and it's only kind of a little eve thursday but you're ending it with rotting christ and just fucking you know greek back metal just fucking what a what a way to fucking end that that first night that rotting christ could, could play any of the stages at any time and still get fucking a great response and it was only listening to uh my friend squatter and um, he does this show the Bloodstock Radio, and on it, and um, a couple of shows ago, he interviewed Sakis Tallis, I believe that's how you pronounce it, on there, and they, the, the conviction of which he talked about the the newer album, the the Heretics, really made me go back and 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 reassess, not reassess like you know, oh, I didn't like him and I like him, but just go back and kind of listen, re-listen to to Rotten Christ's like you know, uh, whole sort of discography. The thirty was it thirty years or something like that? That's fucking mental that's crazy and so to going back and 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 listen to some of their stuff they're they're just amazing i mean from the heretics like you know fire fire god and fears the the, the one you kind of you you sort of go to understand the one and they've been doing a a similar thing through the previous albums just no bad thing you non servio on that so that's that's a good song i wouldn't mind hearing that as well you know and anything off like theogonia is probably probably the one of their zeniths isn't it like you know um but for me rotten christ are just they just got this really kind of great understanding of 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 kind of the the theatrics and the kind of the the, the depth of what they're talking about a lot of stuff is framed really beautifully with history, historical references and stuff very you know clearly well read like is and clearly understands it i mean let's go listen back to squatters uh podstack uh, podstack podcast uh episode and see what i mean i really kind of won me over and i really want to kind of sit and experience what ross and christ are doing you know i mean i'll get drunk to, to footprints i'll you know i'd have a bit of a, a mosh to, to 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 the slug and then but i'm going to watch and understand rotten christ and try to take that in that'd be that's an exceptional sort of band right there and maybe would you can it could it be argued they're underrated yeah, probably, probably fucking could be, yeah. But I mean, it let just I mean, there's there's a couple of other bands on as well, like, but they're my sort of three picks. They're that kind of three in a row. That's a fucking gig, you know. Footprints, Slug, Christ. That's like you know, 
that's a gig right there. That's a fucking solid, solid, balanced gig. And that's only the Thursday. You know, there's, there's not going to be everybody there. Everybody doesn't get down sometimes to the Friday. Some people go for the one days and, and what have you. But the Thursday is just looking really, really strong. The thing about the the Thursday and the sober stage is it gives the, the the chance for kind of crazy guests and people to kind of turn up and stuff like that. And it's and it and it's a, just a fantastic sort of environment. It feels kind of front, kind of almost behind the scenes before everything kind of goes out of control. So that's my Thursday, and that's what it, what it looks like. I think it's uh, I think that's that's a, it's a great way to start things off. Okay, so let's get right into Friday, uh, Bloodstock and. It's already already I'm gonna break some of the fucking rules that I normally set. I normally kinda move between stages to try and see every single person. Um but I I, I think just the the first sort of four or five bands on uh the, the Ronnie James Dio stage on Dio stage on Friday, I just it's such a good run, it's it's almost impossible to kinda to kind of put a credit card in between them and it starts with Insight. Um, I don't know if, who, who, how much you know about Insight. You probably, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I'd assume you, you, you know Insight are because of the uh, the Max Cavalera connection with uh, with Richie Richie Cavalera, the, the the you know obviously formed formed Insight, but see past that because Insight have kind of got this uh, a whole other sort of thrashy sort of uh, metal type of thing go- going on. I mean, you listen to something like Built to Destroy, and 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 that type of thing and. I mean, even even stuff like you know some of the more like uh, steeper cuts, if you will, like Die Alone. But then you know, Fallen from Open Hell. It's just so, I mean, there's so many there's so many good songs for to, for a short period of time that they've kind of like been kind of prevalent, if you will, kind of in the out there in the metal universe. But they've got to hold it. It's kind of like you know, it's kind of like. Uh, a whole sort of mix of sort of the most sort of cooler modern bands, but there's a lot of Machine Head seems to be in there. I mean, it's probably, probably. I mean, didn't Logan produced uh, was was the producer on on the, on one of the albums as well? I think it was the Slaughter. And that's a that's a that's a great song. Insight, the Slaughter as well. That's that's quite cool. But it's for me, it's. Insight is just a, that's a great way to start off the Ronnie James Dio, Dio stage. It's a really good sort of modern metal band kind of taking all the facets of the stuff that's gone before them and putting it all together so insight really starting things off is is just an absolutely great call but what it does is it starts off a whole thrashy kind of uh, a metal vibe that runs through the whole thing and now i've got to make an admission here's my admission i didn't hear or listen to an awful lot of ventrix when i was listening to growing up listening to metal and considering they're from you know Preston recorded in Liverpool, you know, for for some some stuff. It's criminal that I don't know as much as I need to know about Zentrix, and I've got to thank Squatter for that because he's huge fan of Zentrix, like constantly talking about them, constantly kind of bigging them up, and rightly fucking so because they're just, you know, if we had one of our big four, they've got to be in with a shout at that, right? So that kind of like you know that San Francisco Bay Area thrash, but remove it and put it in the uk you know shattered existence and stuff it's it just what a you know it's just riff after riff with, with them a riff after riff with Zentrix and really good quality stuff you know if you you're a fan of testament fan of metallica fan of the slayer and, and the slayer and fan of all the kind of big fours then you know Zentrix has got to be on your list like and it's, it's probably criminal i don't don't i hadn't heard much much more i'm rectifying that and that's always but that's the thing about metal you know is that there's always a band out there that you never realized there's always someone out there that you didn't kind of realize existed you could delve deep into their whole fucking back catalog which is a fantastic thing to do as well as discovering newer bands is to delve into the back history and back catalogue of of these kind of bands that have been around a little bit long. I'm I don't put 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 forward that this podcast is me being absolutely hundred percent deeply encyclopedically knowledgeable about about all all of of metal. You know, that kind of encyclopedic is that a word? Encyclopedic kind of knowledge of of metal that, that's not i i can speak i think with 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 weight on on it and i think i i know what i like and know what i enjoy and i've got a good understanding of it but there's going to be bands that are going to slip through those sort of things that i didn't get through to so thanks to squads for that because he fucking easily got me on so squads as well just in case you don't know hosts the bloodstock podcast but he also does all the interviews for bloodstock radio and tv backstage and um, 
I met him when we did. I did. I did press there, for, for, uh, and 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 he was hugely. We're, we're both blues uh, or fans of Everton, if you if you will, for those people that are not not from the UK. And that's probably going to cut off half my audience straight away. But he's a, he's a su- superb gentleman, and a true defender of the metal. He's one of those people behind the scenes, getting it done, helping you see and hear and and introduce you to to new bands. And he's fiercely. You know, passionate. He goes the length and breadth of this fucking country, like Simon all in a fucking car to see these bands. So if he tells me the Zentrix are the fucking the, the the absolute shit, then I'm gonna fucking check them out, and so should you. Now, speaking of bands that you maybe have missed out on or didn't really realise existed, and shame on you if you did. But Death Angel are definitely there. I mean. If there was a natural progression after the big four, Death Angel and Death Angel playing again after Zentrix on the uh, Renegades Dio stage, are oh, that band I just what just it's it's classic thrash and bay thrash, but kind of purely sticking to roots. You only have to listen. To, I mean, even now they've they've completely stuck to the roots. Even now, the Humanicide, their newest album, the opening sort of and title track song from that just sounds like it's it's cla- it's absolutely classic classic in a good way classic sometimes in America that's hung on stuff that's that's classic as aged that it, it's it's old classic means sometimes that it is stuck completely to its roots and never deviated and that is not a bad thing you know that's not something that's you know, I tell you what I was listening to. I was listening to ACDC, uh, as you do a while back, and I was listening to the Razor's Edge. And ACDC often get this label level at them that they, they, they sometimes they, they don't produce anything different. For, it's ACDC all the time, and I beg to differ. This is the song, The Razor's Edge. That's as different as an ACDC song as you're gonna get. That's them experimenting. ACDC experiment. Can you believe it? Death Angel also do that, but within the. The kind of confines of of what the, what their sound that they've they've created. I mean, let the pieces uh, fall and that type of thing. They, these are essential metal songs, voracious souls, and that type of thing. And these are essential songs. Rob's guitar playing. It's just great stuff. There's just some really. It's a real sort of trove, treasure trove of riffs when you when you listen to uh, Death Angel and them after Zentrix is just fucking asking for trouble. That pit's gonna be fucking wide open. Three fucking bands in, unbelievable. Um, so that's a it's a great chat so far. So I will say now at this point you can nip it. You should nip over to the Hobgoblin stage. Hobgoblin stage is a great stage. I've seen some classic sorts of things happen there, but you want to check out Midnight Prophecy. They were uh, the uh, one of the winners on Metal to the Masters Merseyside. I kind of watched them through the whole process, just just bloom into this great band. They were already a great band anyway, but certainly, um, certainly Craig's vocals are just. Yeah, one of these is an adjective or whatever to get to, to always get to level the great vocalist soaring but Craig has that voice I'm telling you now he's got that voice and the real storytelling and real song crafting so take a break from fucking you know if you've gone into the pit for fucking Zentrix and Death Angel and you just fucking metaled out for a minute just just go to, go to the Hobgoblin stage and watch well crafted songs being produced and put out there beautifully sung with a great voice Craig really great voice and that's Midnight Prophecy on the Hobgoblin stage but say you still fucking want your metal, it's only day one for most, and you really want to go back into the front, of course, you're going to watch Metal Church. Centrix, Death Angel and Metal Church. What the fuck? It's a thrash metal paradise. You know, uh, just... Where do you start? I mean, they—they very much have been a long time. Metal Church are the stalwarts, the standard bearers of of that type of scene. As maybe other bands kind of moved on to different things, they've always stayed very sort of uh, strict to, to the th- thrash metal roots. You know, I mean, ton, ton of bricks. You write a song called Ton of Bricks. You're not fucking about there, like you know. Uh, and Mike's vocals. They have that priest quality that I really like, like Halford type of stuff going on. But he also can, like, he's going to say, there's a comfortability to it. There's like, when he slows down, he's still in control and still works, you know, even on Damned If You Do and stuff and the new the new stuff, it's still there. I'd like to quite hear Faith Healer. I think that's a fucking good song. I think I'd like to hear that. But definitely, Metal Church, as Dentrix, Death Angel and Metal Church is just fucking un- an unbeatable little run there. It just really is. Position yourself up for watching some classic stuff and be ready to go. Fucking hell, that's a riff. A lot. And then we get to we get to Soulfly uh, again on the Ronnie James Dio stage. I mean, I like most. I found Soulfly after Sepultura. Um, you know, I mean, uh, Max leaves in like '96 and from Soulfly. And I kind of the the first album was the was was the big one f- for me. And certainly Bumba was just I was like what the fuck is this this is this is brilliant you know the song remains insane and stuff but 
so fly. I mean, it was didn't Max isn't Max fifty now? Didn't he celebrate his fiftieth birthday or something? It just he's one of those guys, you know. They're like all they're like who who's who. Who else is like Lemmy? Who else is like these people? Well, there's people out there. Max Cavalier is one of them. Rob Halford's another one. Are these people that are kind of have completely become flag bearers of of metal as as a lifestyle and you know max is very politically aware and very eloquently spoken about uh, social issues as well and he and it all folds into his 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 music you know it seems like you know going from something like roots it moved very very naturally into going into into soulfly i i thought and you know what 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 they've got some fucking amazing songs you know back to the primitive you know jump the fuck up which should probably be you know be crazy prophecy and stuff like that i I just you know i mean the place is going to go if he plays it i think like eye for an eye would be fucking good that'd be I, i've seen him uh quite a few times and every time they played eye for an eye it's been fucking brilliant although i'd quite like the deep pull of say cannibal holocaust that's a fucking good song and a lot of people know that's let's get that on i think they played it live before but soulfly i do this i mean they're known as being like so almost like a one take heroes in the studio they've got a voracious sort of get in get it done it's whole thing uh guitarist with the with the with still having his backpack on like that he's just fucking walking on stage and i'm walking off and going on a, a continue with the tour is amazing to me but but max just it's just the epitome of that like sort of metal granddad isn't he is just is isn't he i think he probably liked that i think he probably liked that but just the superb soulfly soulfly gonna be where you, you know that that's that's a real hero taking the stage there like and 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 Bloodstock are gonna, you know, open arms gonna love him. So then you get to you've got to get yourself out to new blood stage, which you should do as often as you can. If ever there's a lull within what you're doing, say you're going, oh, I'm not too sure about this next band, go to the new blood. It's fucking you can see it from if you go to walk up to the top by Lemmy's bar, stand by Lemmy's bar, get a picture, write something on the wall, and show your fucking respect to 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 Lemmy. But if you look over to the left, you'll see. The, the the new bus station just down a little walk that's all you have to do and there you are you're getting fucking thrown into the meat grinder of all the new metal that's coming out maru and finally i pronounce it correctly or maru i see i'm still fucking around with it that's fucking brilliant but maru were the were the winners of the metal to the masters merseyside totally deserve it so every set they played was was something very very special from that i started to listen more of their work and then got on with them as people and they 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 really create something special, really special. I think I'll get um some of the guys on on the podcast and talk about the experiences after Bloodstock, but they they're gonna be that's something special. I know what they've got planned, both visually and sonically, and believe me, it it's I re- I reckon it may be the best band you still well best unsigned if you will band that you'll see all weekend. Steal yourself away. Settle in and let it absorb you. Like I've said, it's this black fog of of metal coming over the thing. It'll be, it's huge. It's all encompassing. It's original. It's uh, atmospheric. There's an ambience to it that carries so much weight. And from a guitar playing point of view, is just absolutely brutal. This is a a a, a band really very much on the on 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 the up now you know you're going to start hearing a lot more about them i'm certainly going to think they're going to win a ton of people's over people over at, at playing a new blood stage and i think they're going to do something that's going to set some set them apart from all the other and the bar is fucking high by the way the bar is fucking high for for, for the new blood stage but i think they're going to set a, a particularly big market uh, when that when they play, uh, they're playing. I think during children of bottom sets. So, but you know, look. I mean, I love bottom as much as much as the next one. But you need to get over and see Maru, and then you know, go back and see Tesseract after you know after that, and that's fine. But I'm telling you now, they will leave some people speechless. I cannot endorse them enough. They're going to be a really, really, really sort of interesting act to watch, and you get to see them at the New Blood stage. Fuck, you can stand at the front and watch them, and watch them probably play something of an historic set. Remember, I said that. I'm putting all my chips on that. Okay, so then let's let's get away for a second from the Ronnie James Dio stage. And go to the Sophie stage, Sophie Lancaster stage, for Corby's own raging motherfucking speed horn. Who doesn't love the horn? Who doesn't love the horn? I mean, 
every time I've seen them, they've never ever disappointed. And it's been, I've seen them do all kinds of stuff. Sort of a show playing in Liverpool where they brought like ladders on stage and stuff and fucking all kinds of just mad because they're, they're almost free form. They're almost like do whatever the fuck you want. Um, and as an extra special treat is that they've got Dave Lease on, on guitar, my friend DeSlease on guitar. And he's absolutely carving it up like him and James are just carving it up uh, from a live thing that I've seen and, and just playing great. Rage and Speed were always great, always great from Thumper when they first started and came out. They've always delivered, you know, we're going to want to hear the, the hate song and fuck the voodoo man. I, I would mind hearing it bring, uh, from... Uh, Bring Out Your Dead from Lost Rituals, which was, I, think, I thought it was a great album. Don't know how anybody else thought that, but I thought it was a great album. And John and Frank, I mean, what's what's not to love with that twin vocal thing going on? And they just cover so much sonic real estate when they play. They're just, they're just so... When a band is enjoying themselves on stage and are fans of the music as well, that's a powerful combination that to kind of put forward in front of an audience. There, that's going to be a fucking set, a set, and a fucking half on the Sophie stage. They're going to absolutely destroy Raging Speedhorn. Um, if you've never listened to them before, you, you're in for a fucking absolute surprise because they're absolute. I mean, it, a lot of people say it's like sludge metal. I don't necessarily think it is. It's just greasy and grimy and 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 all the good way metal like. So you're really going to look forward to seeing Rage and Speedhorn. That's going to be on Sophie Lancaster's age with Dave Sleeves on guitar, which is an absolute treat. So then we get on to the, the headliners for the first day, Sabaton. Now, anybody that's seen the the, the Vacken stream, because we just played Vacken, Vacken was streaming a lot of the sets live. How do I feel about that? It's mixed because, yes, it is very high quality. The, the, the video of it is very high quality and the sound's pretty decent as well. And it's professionally filmed, which is something. Does it kind of spoil the surprise um, a little bit? Um, yeah, it probably does. It probably does, unless they're going to change the setup massively. You know, they brought some some pre- pre- previous members and stuff and did some things with that, like, you know. Uh, does it spoil it? A little bit, yeah. But it also kind of gets you hyped up when you see the, the drum kit and the rise and stuff. And it, it kind of gets you hyped up for it as well. I mean, I was really glad that they, they, it looks like they put the line from the north in the set. And, and I hope that they play that because that's a great song. Uh, maybe Night Witches. But Prima 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 Victoria, Wacken was, was superb. They'll, they'll easily going to play that here now. It's, it's the art of war. Uh, and to hell and back are just like, these are fucking... This is a band now. Sabaton... I think probably became headliners of Vacuum maybe in the last year or so. They've they suddenly not suddenly, suddenly is the wrong word. They've gradually moved themselves and now are a headline act because they they have everything. They have the riffs, they have the songs, they have the sing along parts as well as the huge anthems and stuff. And they're they hugely sort of interesting sort of music and what they're playing that it's songs it's crafted songs and they understand their audience they fully understand what's going on between the reaction between the audience and then leaving space for songs for the the audience to sing back the interaction is is these are this is a finished article you're gonna get to see sabaton headline uh it's gonna feel like like them graduating and it's kind of that use of backing tracks visuals it's it's the whole thing coming together what you're gonna see on that first a day, if you will, the, the Friday, is Sabaton give you the headline set you want. That's what you're going to see. Um, so, superb. That's the first kind of day. That's a fucking... That is a fucking lot of metal right there, isn't it? That's a lot of metal there. Fucking good work, Bloodstock, with that. And that's just the first fucking day. You know, we haven't even, We have kind of started, but we haven't even fucking gone into the meat of it. Like, this is a outrageous sort of group of bands there. And uh, just a... A, a searing fucking showing of how good and how quality it is all the way through. You got the past, present, and future of metal all kind of set out there just in that first fucking day. Amazing. Okay, so we head into Saturday, yeah, Bloodstock, and it's like there's a really kind of uh, it's a nice mixed bag on Saturday. It's a nice kind of the a lot of different styles kind of lovely sort of coming together uh it starts with dio uh on the sorry starts with not with imagine it would not be great if it started with dio and it starts on the dio stage around the dio stage with uh chris Le. and i saw them uh one time when he played bloodstock uh not last year the year before i think it might have been and they were they were really really strong, you know. I thought that the, there's lots of stuff going on with them. They're kind of just it's not in their infancy, but certainly beginning their kind of whole 
sort of journey, you know, world, um, worldwide negative, and um, seems like it's it that that could be something interesting, something where see where that goes. That sounds pretty fucking quality, real kind of like sort of progressive and technical, but still maintaining some of the kind of roots of sort of uh original sort of metal t- type of thing, but they're just really sort of huge sound, you know, um, peace in our time and stuff like that, and uh, it it's it pretty pretty amazing. The zero sum zero sum game is the, is the, is what you can listen to at the moment, and that is a good sort of introduction to where they're going. I'd like them to try some new shit on there, and I'd like to try some some new stuff. But they're them open. That's a really good call. I think they're going to be fantastic, and I think leading from them into uh the counterpart is is it just interesting as hell. I think counterparts I've never seen them play a bad show. And um, Liam's are always on form. And yeah we're gonna want to hear like you know Hail Destroyer and, and Lucifer's Rock and Cheer and stuff like that. Uh but you know the the new stuff off the spark and stuff like like Headwound sounds like sounds really interesting as well. They they're just a fucking ball of fucking rhythmic and power and and everything kind of thrown together, and it's kind, of, and it still feels. Cansbats still feel dangerous. Still feel kind of like they're going to explode at any minute. Minute, which is what I always like in my music when I hear it. It's like always feels like on the edge and stuff, and they always feel like red, ready to go. And that's going to be a real wake up. That's going to be first sort of people's kind of going crazy moments. I think for for for, for the bats, because then you've got Evil Scarecrow, and Evil Scarecrow are just fabulous. Really, you know, I first saw them during the Golden Gods god's tour and kind of saw them then and was introduced to them to them then and they're kind of they're almost like the bloodstock house band now aren't they uh, you know i've talked previously about them playing songs and like the younger metal crowd like the kids in the audience loving it and playing to that stuff like end level boss and stuff like that where you had the whole crowd kind of doing the rhythmic actions punch kick and that's everything and i thought it was just brilliant you know Doctor Hell, you're just leading the whole fucking, leading the whole charge of it. Like I love like her Hurricaneado and and Crabulon and stuff like that. And and what but what's kind of underneath that is that yeah, it's it's very it's fun and it's amusing. It's got a whole thing. Is that they really got some great songs, some great riffs going on. Evil Scarecrow, Cancerbats will wake up the crowd, but Evil Scarecrow will truly fucking entertain them. Like they're just a brilliant time they've got and a brilliant kind of like outlook on how they they work with the crowd they're always a spectacle that you know whether it be the library librarian coming on or massive sort of designs so there's always something going to be interesting it, it's always going to be noteworthy evil scarecrow it's always going to be uh something of note you're always going to want to see some kind of spectacle with them there and then i think they're touring as well which would be great to catch them i think they're playing kind of somewhere around where i lived and i really want to catch them like maybe maybe let's get them sitting down let's get them speaking on the podcast maybe if they're listening to this you know let's let's work that out then and then you've got it thy art is murder i've talked about thy art is murder on about during the the vacant show but and and i just think they're going to get down really really well it's maybe slightly unfamiliar to some people but you know when they launch into make america hate again how succinct and 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 of the side of the time is that that's going to get a, such a huge sort of reaction there from these kind of you know deathcore essentially you know that's good death but they do superb you know and, and human targets it's great and maybe let's hear holy war as well it's got a fucking that's a huge fucking sound that is interestingly as a side note you might get uh they, they do song go uh, it's coffin dragger with winston of parkway drive i think so maybe that's when winston comes out that could be quite nice if that if that happens as well but they're really kind of I've, I've, I speak quite hot, highly of Thyatis Murder because I think they're really strong. I think they're um, you know, maybe a little underrated, certainly a little underrated. Don't often play over here. So I think that's going to be a really good chance to kind of see them and see kind of what what they can do as well. That's what the whole point of this whole festival can be. Sometimes you get bands coming over from the States going, have we got an audience? Will people react to us? What's going to happen? And that can fundamentally change how they approach when they come to tour as well. I haven't talked yet a little bit about some of the bands on the uh, the New Blood stage and, and, and that type of thing. So I'd definitely check out Genova. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're, I've, I haven't really heard much from them. The song I've heard is Scapegoat. Um, with the riff and scapegoat's fucking brilliant. So I'd, I'd really like to check them out and see what's going on with them. And also, I think just after them, there is Lock Horns. 
which is which is, I think they've got something called Blood and Oil, which are, and this is the thing, a lot of these bands have are just beginning on the new Blood stage. Some of them have got EPs, none of them have really got albums per se, and they're just starting out to figure out what the sound is, they're figuring out what works, what their place uh, musically and sonically is, and what's going on. You get to see that. You get to see that sort of grow and 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 become something beautiful or horrible if you if you if you will but that's what happens at like things like metal to the masses is you get to see bands on the ascent moving through and kind of deciding which way their their, their sound's going to take them and that's why you know uh so ginger and, and lock horns definitely someone to check out on there i think they're fabulous and you're going to get to see them and they're going to be it's an unf- they're unfinished gems that's what these are they're, they're not polished it's not perfect it's not but you'll get to you the privilege of seeing that and kind of so then eventually when they make it up to the larger stages like Sophie and above you can hear that and and go okay I can see what the progression is here you can see what's kind of moved up and how they've approached things and how they've become a different you know entity and what's going on with them and that's incredibly you know the only reason people care about any sort of things in a tv show or a movie is because they bought into the character that they understand the character and they're kind of sympathetic with them music similar you you kind of if you see a band initially and you, and they become your band you, you care about when they play big shows and you care about when they because you care about what the message and what they're trying to say in the music is and someone that's been doing that since fucking 81 like what nearly 40 years of metal is anthrax on the the main stage and you just think I said it before at the vacuum preview, and I would suggest that the vacuum preview would say be maybe duplicating what I'm saying. But if you think about it, you've got anthrax are just what a, what an, an you know forty years basically give it thirty eight I think but forty years of of huge and I mean, yes they did you know for for all kings has was was out in twenty sixteen so we are due new stuff by by anthrax even by large band sort of time frames you're still due something by them but they're just then when they play court in the marsh and i'm the man and and all that type of thing you did they're just going to trans you know madhouse so they're just going to go we're going to right back to the late 80s and mid 80s where where it was just crazy in terms of thrash metal and stuff and antics are rightly one of the the, the, the big four and so they they they've got a, a, an absolutely bomb proof set. It, it's going to be fantastic. But like I said, I want to hear. Let's hear something else. Let's give us a, give us a surprise. Give us something we haven't seen. Yes, we want the classics. Yes, it's going to be full on, and I get that. And it's and it's brilliant. I saw some of the stuff at the sets they did at Vakin. Brilliant. But let's let's try let's try and do something a little bit a little bit like kind of. You know, a little bit different. Maybe try a new song, something a little bit different, just to see. You know, that's. I think they should. I think they. I think they should. So then, we get to Parkway Drive, the 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 main headliners, and the. I talked once again. I talked about how some people were slightly unhappy with this and and didn't see them as a star. But that's it's all that's all bullshit. Parkway Drive fully deserved to have a headline slot, and putting them above Anthrax is a real strong move because they're forced to really fucking turn it up you know the force to get you know songs like carry on and chronos they're gonna they're gonna become a different beats in a huge show we saw them at vacan we've seen some of the stuff that they could do there they can hold an audience and moreover optimize and then accelerate that kind of like hold an audience and entertain them you know talk to them directly Winston can talk to them directly songs like absolute power are going to go down an absolute yeah, unintentionally, absolute power is going to do absolutely amazing stuff there. But then you also think about they're bringing in string quartets as well for certain songs and things like that. So they're already kind of understanding that it can't all be, sadly, it can't all be power all the way through. You've got to have shades with it to kind of emphasize stuff. And I think Parkway Drive are discovering that. I think the Parkway Drive are starting to become an, an interesting act. And I think that if we look to where we're going to get headliners from, we have to put people like Parkway Drive in those positions in order for them to grow. You can't really grow into a headline unless you kind of thrust slightly out of your water to get it. And that's what they do. Bloodstock should be a challenge for them where they go to the point of, okay, we know we can headline, we can play a set, but can we entertain? Can we bring the crowd home? Can we do that? And that's that's something that only they're going to be able to answer. And unfortunately, you're going to be able to see it. So that's... That's Saturday, a real interesting mixed bag of some great stuff going on there, like all kinds of stuff, whatever metal you style you're into. 
And there's really something for everyone there. And Bloodstock have done that without kind of going crazy, without kind of going, okay, we're just going to pick these these acts that we 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 think we think are the most popular. We think that we're going to go with the things that we think are the best quality examples of metal. And they've just put together a really nice bill where it just it 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 makes sense. Those acts make sense. Some of these bands you're not going to be able to see an awful lot. Some of them are kicking off tours, mind, but some of them you're not going to be able to see anywhere else except in Bloodstock. Okay. Occasionally, you're going to see these acts, and then the the if they get a good enough reception, they're going to go and tour. And that's the point here is that these are barometer tests sometimes to see how a tour will go, and then to influence ticket sales of, of of that tour. You know, you've liked this band playing a twenty minute set. How about listening to them for an hour? You like the artist murders 25, 40 minute set. What would an hour and a half with them look like? And that's what it is. It's about planting those seeds, going. I'm gonna fucking catch that band. I'm gonna catch them live. I'm gonna start checking out their stuff. So then, as we approach the end, uh, we're on the last day. Uh, Bloodstock. It's Sunday. And so Sunday's Sunday's got some some great some great bands on Sunday, and if you're still kind of, uh, still kind of uh, ready for it, because it's fucking blowing the the best things about Bloodstock is obviously the things that are all around it, the events that are going on all around it, and the whole kind of the the whole kind of vibe from everything from Lemmy's Bar to to everything that's going on within the in the, in the camps itself. It's it's just always a great vibe at, at Bloodstock. I can't emphasise that enough about how every time I've been there, I've had a fabulous experience. And so on Sunday, it's it starts off for me hundred percent with with Witch Tripper. Uh, a lot of people think that that's maybe kind of like a a different type of band than what they are. It's more more like a a, a, a modern rock and metal band, like. But it's a uh, they, they great stuff from them. Uh, Chills to the bone. It's that that kind of building groove thing they've got going, and and then you get what you pay for. These are really classic songs. It's really kind of get up and 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 sort of get it done type of type of metal. Kind of really sort of powerful classic sort of vein running through it. Absolutely superb. That's going to be a great start to Sunday for you, and then. Then it's interestingly it's going into where uh, Ross the boss now, Ross Freeman did, did some fabulous work you know with with, with Dio Sabbath and stuff like that and uh, you know and then with with Man of War like Battle Hymns and stuff like that and so it's going to be interesting now he's going to, how he's going to, what the response is because he's going to play some some Man of War songs I imagine as well and obviously there's the whole controversy about Man of War and uh, Hellfest and and kind of the uh, uh, the the issues that he had there with like. Um, not, uh, turning up and then not playing and whatever fucking reasons you want to put in for there and whatever sort of controversy and stuff that kind of surrounded that means that they've largely been ostracised to, to a certain degree so it's going to be interesting to see how Ross the Boss who left in 89 by the way he left, left Man of War in 89 so it's not really kind of for him it's not really his thing anymore so but the real reason Ross the Boss is probably going to get a, a, a huge audience aside from playing some classic rock um, some classic metal songs is K.K. Downing of Judas Priest, formerly of Judas Priest, or still of Judas Priest? You'd have to say is formerly. K.K. Downing will be joining Ross the Boss to play some songs. I assume some Priest songs. That would be the, the, the rightful assumption, I imagine. But it's K.K. Downing. You know, it's the first time he's surfaced since the whole thing with Judas Priest and him now leaving Judas Priest. Um, so... Yes, I'm I'm a huge priest fan, so of course I'm gonna to wanna to watch that. Of course I'm gonna to wanna to see that and, and see what what's going on there. You know, KK Down and hugely influential guitar player for me. So it's gonna be interesting to see kind of what, what they play and, and KK for the first time, seeing seeing him play, you know, as you pull out that uh, that shark fin as well, or what guitar do we get? Like but that's a guitar thing, so So then you're gonna to wanna to watch soil work. Is our soil work kind of underrated? I think so. I think so. I I think I think maybe you know. Uh, I mean, a long career with a lot of lot of a lot of body of work. Like you know, even the new stuff like Arrival off uh, Verticlenton. I think it's I can't pronounce it. I apologize. But yeah, even Arrival off that still sounds like fresh as you once. You know, I mean. I I don't know. I mean, I'd like to hear the Million Hearts off the chain. Uh, Chain Heart Machine, that's a fucking riff and a half. That that gets to, by the way. And, and I'd like to like ride Majestic and stuff, but so like a, a melodic, Swedish melodic death metal. And it's kind of, uh, it's it's really formed. It's really kind of put together well. And uh, it's so like a, a, a really class act. I see them a lot of times playing in Europe. Very rarely do I see them over in the UK. So it's a real chance to an opportunity to see them. Someone you can see in the UK and suggest you do is uh, Boss Keloid off... Um, and they're playing uh, uh, in the Sophie stage now. What what can I? Say? I 
known Bos- Bosquiloid for a long time personally and otherwise and seen him live ever since like kind of angular beef lesson and, and all that type of thing Paul fa- fabulous guitar player uh, just a fabulous sort of sense of rhythm and time uh, which is just you know and and yes okay Bosquiloid the stoner metal they wear the hearts on the sleeves very much so and um, you know I remember getting f- to see them during like the calming influence of teeth and reviewing that album as well and 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 then it just kind of moved forward really well to like heavy enthusiasm and then uh, melted on the inch ultimately is all um all kind of leading the direct way they've just been growing i remember seeing them once and uh alex saying that he, he played there uh, i think it might at the time it was uh it was uh heavy enthusiasm and he was saying how he played it to his 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 missus i think and she didn't she didn't get it uh, took a couple of listens to it, uh, finally got it, played it to one of his friends, didn't get it, took a couple of listens, finally played it to his little baby, um, immediately got it, and uh, understood understood what they were trying to do. And it's just funny, I just they just got a really light vibe to a heavy sound, if you know what I mean. So it's like, it's heavy as shit, is it heavy? It's, and it's a great some stuff going on there, but it's also kind of like, doesn't it almost doesn't take itself seriously, but that kind of, makes it even more wasted it's hard to explain i mean i saw them bloodstock before and i thought they've just fucking destroyed you know really really want to hear like a chronism uh chronism chronism should say um and and locking stumps and stuff but i want to hear wine horse i really like the song wine horse i'd like to hear that as well and uh, so boss keloid very much worth your attention very much an up and coming band up and coming they've, they've, they've came <laughs> it's they're already there like they're already kind of an established that you need to see you really need to see that and then it's going to be an interesting one because we're going to see d snyder on on on, uh, on, on the, the do stage and d's always going to be an interesting character, a polarizing character, some may say. You know, a lot of political beliefs. He's very, you know, imagine when he way back when he's talking all about the took on the PMRC and stuff, and and he's very very politically minded. He's he, he always always kind of speaks very eloquently about 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 topics. So you know, there's there's that side of him, but there's also the the guy who's absolutely dedicated to the course of 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 the music that he's he's into. Yes, we're gonna get again. We're we're not gonna take it, and uh, I want to rock and stuff, and I'd like to hear the price as well. I think that's a great song, but then you know, does he do some covers as well? Because he he is one of those guys, like I say, like the the Halfords and stuff. Uh, Max Cavalier, like I talked about earlier, he he he's the kind of guy that's like is literally waving the flag of metal and holding the torch of metal and keeping it alive. Dee Snyder is going to be totally totally engaging. I remember when the, he he came on stage and did some bits and pieces on the Thursday a couple of years ago, and it was really entertaining and really sort of he understands his audience and he feel and he knows that we, how we feel about this 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 music that was basically been his music his entire life. Fabulous. Fabulous stuff, and that'll be these kind of really good. Be funny, be moving, be interesting, be all those good things that a live music experience should be. And then you've got Queensrÿche, and they played Vakken. I've talked about them playing Vakken and and how the you know the the Tori and the Tate type of vocalist and all the kind of history that Queensrÿche. And I raised the question of Queen Queensrÿche maybe ruined their chance of being as great as they could be because of all that legality i don't know that's that's for the question for another day but we're still going to get like operation mind crime and empire and eyes of a stranger hopefully we're still going to get that and they're still you know they're still a fantastic actor and with with incredible amounts of depth the more than those songs there's there's some real sort of interesting stuff going on there and they you know one of the fathers have signed a progressive stuff as well i, I believe that very much so so queen's reich really going to put on you know a show that's like d snyder and, and, and queen's reich and then and then to end and send everybody off into the to the night and, and the rest of the at the end of the weekend is the scorpions and for me you know they're they're one of the most important metal and rock acts of all time. And there's no, I, no one's going to be surprised saying that it's it's very classic for me. That band that when that ends the the end of the entire festival has to be that sing along band with a clutch of massive hits with big tunes, big characters can hold the audience and send everybody off singing the lyrics of their songs, and that is exactly. What the Scorpions will do, and Rudolf Schenker, 
fabulous guitar player and those wonderful lines those sort of harmonised lines to him both you know I knew John Roth did when he was with the Scorpion stuff they're just a brilliant sort of harmonised sort of stuff going on just meant it even more sings the melodies of all the songs you know and, and Klaus's voice is just you know just what could these it's just classic somehow classic metal and rock but also made for the radio like Van Halen were and then well songs you got they've got songs for days blackout big city lights you know rocky like hurricane no one like you or you know hits for days you're going to be listening to them and just singing along even with songs you didn't even realize you know you're going to fucking hell that's a hit fucking hell that's a hit fucking hell that's a hit 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 and that's exactly what you want to close the show and the 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 Sunday's an interesting thing about how Bloodstock have took the older stuff, they celebrate that, but also a whole load of new stuff. And I look forward to what's going to happen in the next sort of iteration of stars and rock stars that are going to come out uh, of this. You know, these that's the one, the way you do these festivals right is you celebrate the lineage and celebrate the musicianships that's gone before. You support the bands that are kind of breaking moulds and moving forward yeah and then the new blood you bring in quite figuratively in this case you, you bring in the new blood and that's how it sustains people are wondering where the next sort of festivals are going to be coming from trust me Bluck is doing fine Wacken is doing is doing absolutely fine these festivals will continue if you go there there's going to be 100,000 people fucking going fucking crazy to these songs they're not going to die and the diversity of crowd in age is, is massive as well it's not going to die because they truly believe in what's going on so do the organisers so that every person working behind the scenes uh, from the crew to all the techs to everybody uh, there everybody's working because they believe in metal and they believe that they want metal to survive and you know what healthier place to grow is bloodstock you know fantastic and so the scorpions closing out the show is going to be per- absolutely perfect so there you go that's what i think about those couple of days and you know meandering waffle aside that's what i think that's you're going to see and you want to enjoy there's a ton of bands i haven't mentioned because this podcast could go on for two years <laughs> mentioning all the bands and talking about all the bands i've tried to keep them fairly succinct maybe talk about a couple of songs so you've got some touching points and then go from there the whole point is is that you go and enjoy your fucking self but if i can ask you this can i ask you that you check out some of the bands that you haven't heard Go see someone, even if it's one person in this entire festival, go and see one band that you've never seen before. You don't know anything at all. You don't know anything about them. You might not even know the name. You go, the next band on in a minute. Let's go and watch them. Go and watch them. Use the app. Find out where bands are. Go and watch a band you've never seen before. And I'm going to say this. You're going to be surprised. You might get a new favourite band. How cool is that? You might get a new favourite band that you've never seen before. And then have a little bit of respect for some of the artists that are going on. You know, Then check out some of the older work by these bands and start listening to those as well. And check out their discography. It's massive. The Scorpion's a perfect example of that. Because that's how this works. Bring in the new. Support the upcoming. And, you know always look back to where you came from that's isn't that the essence of everything sort of growth isn't that the way it's meant to be so you might not agree with some of the bands have suggested and please as always message and say you know i don't agree with that i don't think you listed the best songs for them i don't think this is it i don't like parkway drive i think an anthrax should have headlined over them whatever the fuck you think you put this down and and on a message and and and, and let's talk about it. let's have that conversation this is it always intended as a preview a primer if you're going down there's something to listen to so you go oh yeah I forgot so and so's playing I'll have to check them out I forgot Boss Keyloads on the Sophie stage I'll have to check that out who is this Maru band I'm going to have to check out this Maru band and just go and see them that's the whole point of this um, and I hope you enjoy I hope it's slightly entertaining for you maybe for the car journey home training journey home you know, you, training you to there, I should say, you, you listen to this and, and you go, okay, you know, let, let, let's check out some of these bands. And that's all it's about. It's as simple as that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, all your feedback so far. As always, if you like this podcast, suggest it to other people so we can start talking and, and supporting what's going on out there and kind of getting the message across. I'll try and tell you when shows are coming up and bands you should check out and albums are coming out. I'm going to try and talk about that a little bit more as well and just spread the word. Thanks again, everybody, and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. <laughs>